It is about that time. Yeah, we need to tweet. So now we've tweeted. It is about that time, friends, to do this show. So let's get started. Hey, I'm Dan Benjamin, and you are watching or maybe listening to Dan Benjamin Live. Today is Monday, December 28th, 2020. Just a few more days till we can get rid of this year. Start something new. Thanks for tuning in today. I don't know if uh, anyone is going to tune in today because everyone's on vacation. Everyone's at home, relaxing. And, uh, you know, there's also no news. There's literally nothing happening. Now would be the worst time to announce anything, good or bad, I think. But that's all right. We're here. We're here and we're going to use what we've got. We're going to use what we've got. I also... Uh, I'm still around to solve your problems. And this is what people need to understand is that I'm, I'm here. I can solve any problem that you have. Take me up on that. Try it. We'll see. But here we are. You'll notice that the, uh, the background with the little lights and things are gone because Christmas is over. I'm not one of those people who keeps decorations up all year. I just don't. It's time to come down. Holiday is over. New Year's Eve coming up. It's pretty exciting, right? New Year's Eve going to do anything this year? Nope. Nope. No one's going to do anything this year. How do I know? Because uh, it's COVID. I hope you're not having a big party. I hope you're not. Because we just want to end this. I just want to end this, people. Let's all get on board and end it. We can talk about news. We can talk about whatever you want. If you show up in the chat, you can watch this on Periscope. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Twitch. And if you type into the live chat, I'll see it right over here on that screen. And it's, it's gotten warm again here in Austin. I don't know about where you are, but I'll tell you what, it's in, it's in the 60s. It's going to be in the 70s today. It's warm. And it's warm in this office because the heat was turned on. And it says, uh, someone named Sharkifyification says, I had just started a roadwork video when I saw the live stream notification. Hi, Dan. Hi. How are you? We have one person. No, we've got more than one. There's a few Brian says he's in Florida this week. There's a Publix next to the hotel. Any Publix must-haves. Oh, and Shark Vacations here in Austin. It's overcast today, isn't it? Uh, Brian, I worked at Publix. I shopped at Publix. I loved Publix. I still love Publix. It's the best grocery store in the world. Shopping truly is a pleasure at Publix. Uh, but I will say they're sub-sandwiches. You wouldn't, <clears throat> you wouldn't expect me to say that. But their sub sandwiches are amazing. And no wonder I can't see any of the screens. I'm wearing the wrong glasses. I'll be right back. Enjoy the emptiness. That's all there is to it. Now, now I can see every... Wow! Is this what this place looks like? So go get the subs. You got to get the subs. The subs are really good. Um, also, uh, their produce is amazing. And if they're selling the little salt shakers, the holiday salt shakers, they usually have those. There'll be some Christmas ones. And then there's the famous ones with the little, uh, with the little like pilgrims, the little husband and wife pilgrim. Hold on. I'm going to have to find a picture of this for you. Uh, Publix pilgrim. Oh yeah. It would help if I typed on the right keyboard, wouldn't it? So that's what the glasses do. They let you see the right keyboard. 
Let me see if I can find you all a good pick. Yep, there they are. They used to have a wonderful commercial featuring these little guys. Uh, but here's some pictures that you can see of the of the <laughs> these guys right here. You got to get those if if you can. Wonderful. One, look, this is what it looks like. They're called the Pilgrim Pair. That's is limited edition, but they're not. You could just go and buy them. Get those. Uh, okay. Uh, Dominic says, hey there, getting cold here now. It'll be snowing up in the mountains soon. Where's here? S.T. Waldo says, Wegmans would like a word. Is that a grocery store that I've never heard of? Hi, Brianne. Uh, she's saying that uh, Brian says the pub... The pub sub is the best, specifically the chicken tenders. Now, let's talk about these chicken tenders for a second. I used to eat those all the time uh, when I worked there, and they are amazing. And you can get them in a sub, which is what Brianna is talking about. Now, keep in mind, all this stuff has gluten in it. So if you're going to go against my advice and eat gluten, first of all, shame on you. Second, get the chicken tenders and the sub. It's really good. Okay. Now, I do have some news today. Some news today. You've all heard about this uh, explosion in Nashville. You know what the weird thing is about it? The U.S. papers and media isn't covering it. They're not talking about it very much. It's just they're not ignoring it, but it's they're not making a big thing out of it. So again, I have to go to a BBC article from two days ago to get information about this. It was a camper van. They're saying it was an intentional act. It was Christmas morning, and they it was in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, basically, it, it, it injured three people, but it knocked out communications across the state uh, because it was done. And my understanding is it was done out in front of like an AT&T building. So we don't really know. Here's a here's a picture of what I think it looked like before it blew up. Uh, and, but it, it was outside of AT&T. Um, and they also were in an office tower nearby. But basically, the, the buildings had structural damage. Uh, windows were blown out, trees were felled, which is, you know, what happens when there's an explosion. They're saying it felt people who were around said it felt like a bomb. Here's another picture of it. Uh, one person says here, uh, all my windows, every single one of them got blown into the next room. If I'd been standing there, it would have been horrible, said, uh, Mr. Uh, Buck McCoy, um, Buck McCoy. Come on, let's try it again. Buck McCoy. That's your name, dude. Okay, thank you. Uh, but we don't know anything else about it. We don't know what it was for. Uh, so I guess we'll have to stay tuned and see the media ignore that entire story. Okay. Remember how I was talking about the new variant of the coronavirus and how it's like spreading and, and, and it's more contagious. So I talked to my friend at the CDC. They have to remain nameless. I don't know. There's policies. There are policies. And they, they, I can't say if they're male or female. I can't say if they even work there. I can't identify who they are. I can't, I can't do anything uh, about that at all. Hold on. I have a soundbite, a clip that I want to show for this. Where did the mouse go? There's the mouse. Who comes in here and changes this? I'm serious. Someone, ha someone comes in here and changes all this stuff. Excuse me. I'm in need of medical attention. Okay. So my friend at the CD, that CDC, that's going to be their soundbite whenever I talk about them. They have told me that this actually, we don't want people to get coronavirus, right? But what they said was that a this variant, which is spreads faster and is more contagious, is actually 
less harmful. The symptoms are not as bad and it doesn't kill you. Or I'm not saying it doesn't kill you, but I'm saying that that they're thinking that this doesn't kill you. And what they explained to me, a sign of a, a, a successful virus is one that, look clean to that you? does not actually kill the person, that it leaves them alive to get infected another day and to spread it more easily. So here's a picture of a good virus. Think about this. This is a good virus, a successful virus. It's easy to spread. That means it's easy for you to catch it. And then you get it, and then you spread it easily to lots of other people, and nobody dies. What's good about that is the virus can then mutate a little bit, circle around the globe or the city or the town or whatever, and come back and get you again next year. That's a good virus. It never dies. It keeps going and going and going. An unsuccessful virus, though, is the kind of virus that infects you and kills you. That's not a successful virus. The virus is, is losing, and so are you. You get it? If you can catch the virus and spread it easily and not die and be infected again by the same virus later, then the virus is winning. Look at the cold. That's the most successful virus around. You've, how many times have you gotten a cold? A billion times. Everyone's gotten a cold a billion times. How many times has your kid or your uh, roommate or your spouse come home with a cold and then you get it? pass it on to you and you probably pass it on to a bunch of other people that's a successful virus it's been around forever it's not going away <sighs> so that's what you need to remember the coronavirus is going to evolve into this new strain and this new strain will become the predominant strain but in a way it's good yes it's bad that we're all going to get it if, if this is as contagious as they're saying it is but if the symptoms are more mild and you don't die, isn't that better? No. I mean, still, no one wants to get it. There's a vaccine. There's other things that you don't want. But France has found its first case of the new variant. Their first case has been confirmed of the more contagious coronavirus. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's, it is definitely less contagious. Not saying that. But what I am saying is that that's what the person I talked to at the CDC said, is that they believe that it is... Uh, going to be more contagious, less harmful. Sorry. It's not enough caffeine, and I don't really have caffeine. Uh, and oh, a little bit more of an update here. Worldwide, cases are worldwide. They have them, uh, people arriving from the UK. They've reported it in Spain, Switzerland, Sweden, France. There are some in Ontario, Canada. Uh, Japan, it says, is to ban most non-resident foreign nationals from entering the country for a month. He has a French accent. So keep in mind... That they're still trying to fight this. What I'm not, what they're not saying at the CDC is, oh, we want this one instead. No, they want no one to get it. Let's just be clear about that. No one should get it. Uh, well, while we're on this subject, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, this one's a little. This one's a little, see. There is one soundbite that I've been looking for. It's not this one, although that one's good. Uh, hold on, I will, there it is. I found it. I'm going to use that one while I talk about this story. You seen this trending on Twitter? Super gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea. <laughs> they say it's spreading like wildfire thanks to COVID-19. I'll tell you about this one. This story is by Mike Weiner. That's your name, dude. 
Uh, they're saying that overuse of antibiotics during the coronavirus pandemic has resulted in the more rapid spread of a type of antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea. They're calling it super gonorrhea. They, it, they say it does not respond to the normal first-line treatments. But let's just be clear about this. Uh, they love to name things. It, it's just so dumb. I mean, this whole article here uh, just talks about super gonorrhea and why, what it is. There's nothing super about it. They call it the super because they use this term super uh, to refer to like a, 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 a super bug in that the, all that means is that the regular first line antibiotics, the ones that would normally prescribe, don't work. They don't kill it. So it's the same thing if you've heard about uh, MRSA. MRSA is the staff, uh, is staff, but it's resistant to the regular drugs that they use to treat regular staff. It doesn't mean you, it's untreatable. And the super gonorrhea is treatable, but they're saying that the overuse of antibiotics because of COVID, because people would say, oh, I'm sick and I need to go get some kind of, uh, help me, I need it. And so in the beginning they're saying, well, we'll just give you all these antibiotics because we don't know what coronavirus is yet and how to fix it. So here's antibiotics. Apparently those people also maybe had gonorrhea and this taught gonorrhea to become resistant. So now we have super gonorrhea. <laughs> Brian says sometimes super gonorrhea is worth it. <laughs> um, Brian's asking me if I know any card tricks. No, uh, and I don't know what that's in reference to. But I don't do, I don't do any tricks because tricks. There, uh, Seinfeld said uh, said something very very funny a long time ago uh, that that. Like that kind of magic is just designed to make you feel dumb. Like you can't figure out where the ball under the cup is, that kind of thing. No, I don't do anything like that. Market zero next frame. All right. Uh, yes. And uh, shark sharkification says the super nomenclature reminds me of the trend of calling everything epic in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, so beware of the super gonorrhea. Uh, now onto some kind of entertainment news. Uh, there is some interesting really cool into the Spider-Verse concept art that they, I don't know how old this actual article is, but this is by designer Alberto Mielgo. That's your name, dude. And uh, these are some of the art that he did. It's early concept art for this movie. So obviously this is very different from what actually came out in the movie, but this is what they did. He was initially hired by Sony to be their designer and art director and was also doing like the animation test stuff. Um, his website has a lot of stuff, but here's some uh, collection of it. So for those of you who are watching the video, you can see how much of this concept art actually really did make it into the movie. I love concept art. I love seeing how things evolve. I can clearly say, like, here's a picture of Spider-Man. You can really see how much of this carried over into the movie. But I like what they did in the movie better. You know, like, you look at it and you're like, this, he's really got it. But, like, look at this costume that Miles is wearing. I'm so glad he didn't have a cape. I'm so glad they went in a different direction than this. But it's still really, really cool to see it. But look at, hold on, let me show you some of these awesome pictures of, I think there's one of the of the parents and of the dad. Look at this one. Of the dad in his like cop uniform with all the like gear on. How cool is that? How cool is that? No. So anyway, check this out if you're into concept art as much as I am. I love this thing. And it kind of talking about the Superman stuff. Have you seen Wonder Woman? Did you see the new Wonder Woman uh, 84 movie? 
It's on HBO Max streaming. And if you haven't seen it, I, I'm about halfway through it. Um, you know, I, I, I had expectations. Me too. Um, I'm excited too. Definitely had expectations. I uh, was looking forward to seeing the movie. And uh, I, I love Gal Gadot. I think she's amazing. I think she's perfect for the role. Um, it, it feels a little bit different. And I'll tell you what feels different for me. Now, granted, I'm only halfway through. But there are certain... And now I've, I've been reading comics, you know, my, my whole life. Um, ever since I was a little kid, I mean, I, I remember the biggest time I got into comics was probably in the, in the early mid eighties. You know, I remember like secret wars and all the Marvel tie-ins and DC, it was into DC and crisis and all that stuff. There are certain levels of heroes. Okay. I'll give you an example. We were just talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man was always my favorite and I love Peter Parker. And what I really liked about that is, listen to the title, and in fact, this was a title of a comic for a long time, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Spider-Man is not saving the world that much. He There's a few times where he saved the world, but he's dealing with smaller issues, smaller things, right? He's very agile. He's strong. Like, he can lift up a car and chuck it if he needed to. He's pretty strong. But he's not usually a save the world kind of a guy. Like, yes, he has stopped guys who maybe wanted to do something bad to the world. But usually it's sm- he's he's stopping the guys robbing the, the bank around the corner. Right. He's he's saving the, the guy who's being held up in his convenience store. You know, neighborhood. He's doing neighborhood stuff. He's tying up the bad guy. The bank robbers are, are tied up with the web and hanging there with a note courtesy of your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's, to be honest, as much as I love Spider-Man, smaller time stuff. Sometimes he'll get wrapped up in a big thing. Yeah, I mean, that that happens. But most of the time, he's just there and, and it's he's just solving little little crimes. Now compare, and, and we'll go into DC World for this example, compare to Superman. Superman, they might show a couple fun things that he does once in a while, you know, saving the day in a big way, is more his forte, though. He's saving the world, right? Superman's saving the world. Occasionally, yeah, he might, you know, catch the lady who's somehow falling out of a building. Lois did that a number of times famously in the movie from the 80s. Uh, you know, sometimes he'll stop a bank robber, but it's like no big deal, you know? Like for him, stopping a bank robber, for Spider-Man, stopping a bank robber, that's something that you do that's his whole day. Like he stopped the bank heist. Like that's a big thing for Superman. He's just going to kind of show up and then the, the criminals are going to get, get scared. Maybe they shoot him, bounces off him a couple times. Like, all right guys. And it just, you know, they flick them in there. Then they're unconscious. And the, the cops show up right after he solved the crime. And of course with Superman, the cops love him. Unlike Spider-Man where they're after him. They're there. Oh, Superman, thank you. You know, made our job easier. Great. And he goes on his way. But then the big thing is he's got to save the world. I always put Wonder Woman in that category. Maybe not quite at the level of Superman, but Wonder Woman's kind of a save the world kind of a character, right? Iron Man. Well, he does some small time stuff, but He's not going out to stop bank robberies. He's stopping the terrorist that's going to kill 10,000 people. That's that's a Tony Stark move, I think. 
much more than, you know, like, and the, the X-Men, they're going to stop the big bad thing from happening. The Avengers definitely save the world on a daily basis, right? Superman, Wonder Woman, I put them in the, they're in the Justice League. They're stopping big things. You don't kind of expect Wonder Woman to, to be doing the small time stuff like stopping a bank robbery. Well, the whole first 15 minutes, I'm not spoiling much. The whole first 15 minutes of the movie are her stopping like, you know, like some jewelry thieves. But I don't want to give too much away. It's more than that. But you, you get the idea. And it seems beneath her. It seems beneath her. She's got bigger jobs to do, I think. But watch the first half of the movie, maybe a little more. And it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, I feel like it may be the second half will be better. But. Brian says Superman ties criminals up with lead pipes. That's legit, right? Uh, but here's the interesting thing. Warner Brothers has already announced and fast-tracked Wonder Woman 3. They're saying it's the final entry in the trilogy. They think it will have a traditional theatrical release. Pretty cool. But it is in... Get out of there, pop-up. It is in the works. Um, Kristen Wiig, a spoiler, is who becomes Cheetah. Um, but they don't know if she's going to be in the next one or not. Uh, but this is it. Now, you know what's something that's really interesting um, is that people online, are, on Twitter especially, are like really like making a comparison between Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. And I guess arguably you could, you know, and you'll if you're not into comics, you might not know this, but if you are, you certainly do, is that there are uh, there are heroes and villains, but heroes in Marvel that have parallels in DC and of course, vice versa. Right. And so you would say, you know, and, and I've heard different comparisons before, uh, but usually, usually it's Batman, Bruce Wayne and Iron Man, Tony Stark, because they're both billionaires. They both have lots of gadgets. They're both regular people when they're not in their special suits or with their gadgets, they might be trained, but then people are now saying, Oh no, it's black Panther. And Batman, uh, because Black Panther has Wakanda as a nation and and is obviously a billionaire as well in that sense with those kinds of resources. So arguable, right? But then, you know, you, you have these other parallels and things that that go on. And one of them is Captain Marvel and, and Marvel. And then uh, on, uh, on DC, you've got Wonder Woman. They make that comparison a lot. So uh, it's like there's a war online comparing these two actresses and comparing the or do we say actors? And we just say actors now. Uh, and then these two movies and saying which one is better and which one is, is worse. And ugh. I need to sleep. Yeah, it's a little tiring. Uh, but I would recommend if you have... If you have HBO Max or Go Now or just HBO, whatever, but I know it's on Max. Uh, if you have that, then I would recommend why not watch the movie? <laughs> Brian in the chat says, can Superman defeat Super Gonorrhea? Uh, good question. You know, uh, I was talking with my kids over the weekend. You know, the regular discussion you have every few months is which if you could have any superpower, what superpower would you have? And my answer has always been regeneration, like a Wolverine. Um, who wouldn't want regeneration? Because on the one hand, you basically live forever, unless you have an adamantium skeleton and that takes a toll and burns out your regeneration. I don't want that. I just want the regeneration part. So you can't get sick because you regenerate too fast. You, uh, you, you, 
you don't die because your body's always regenerating. You can be in almost any kind of accident and you can heal from it. This sounds pretty good. But then I was starting to think about it and saying, wait a minute. What if you just wanted to, I don't drink beer. I very rarely drink at all. But what if I wanted to have like, get a little buzz, drink some beer or wine or a stiff drink or a martini or something. I don't think you, you get affected by that. Your body recovers because as we all know, the reason you get drunk is from alcohol poisoning. You're basically poisoning yourself. Well, that would be gone. So you could you do that? What about pain medications? I mean, I don't know what kind of pain you'd be in if you were always regenerating, but could you take an Advil? Would it do anything? Uh, I think not. I think not. So that's interesting. One of the things famously Wolverine always smoking is a cigar because it could never, couldn't hurt him. You can, you could smoke a thousand cigarettes a day if you wanted and you'd never, never be harmed by it. So I don't know. That's just kind of interesting, but I don't know. Way the future. Okay. Now I asked a little poll and I'd like for you all to take it. You can visit uh, twitter.com slash Dan Benjamin. And there is a poll. It's going to be, uh, it's got three hours left as of right now on the show. Uh, and here's what I asked. I said, I'm curious about your take on this poll for an upcoming show. Please share or retweet. I'd like to get as many responses as possible. And I say, how do you prefer to consume your favorite content? Now this poll is actually in response to somebody else's poll, which asked a very similar question and they got completely different answers. And I said to myself, I don't think that their poll is accurate or representative of the internet or of people. I think it's of that person's audience. Now, as you know, I'm a podcaster. I have been podcasting since uh, 2006. So, I mean... I can write a hit play. Why can't I have a little drink time not, by myself? Not, you know, toot my own horn or anything, but I've been doing this a long time. So you would think that my audience would give a very different answer than this other person's, which I'm going to look up and see if I can find it to show you. And here is the answer. 64.5%. I've, I've only got 152 votes so far. Uh, maybe you guys can uh, take a vote here. Uh, but 64.5% said they prefer consuming their favorite con uh, content via podcast. Makes sense. 18.4% uh, YouTube or video, which is what this is right here. Uh, and 17.1%, I just put reading, like maybe you just would rather read it. That's interesting. Um, so let me go over here and see if I can find the poll, which I'm pretty sure that I liked. Uh, and I might, there it is right here. So here, and I'll put this into the show notes as well. Uh, there you go. Um, look at this one. If you could consume content via any of the following means, which one do you prefer? This is uh, by Corey Cheviak. What's your name, dude? 11.9% uh, podcast, 75% video or live stream, 10% blog or written and 2.6% other. So just disregard other since it doesn't really matter. So who is Corey Cheviak? What's your name, dude? Corey has about 20,000 followers. They're a Minecraft designer and developer at Mojang. I've heard it pronounced Mojang, but I'm not going to do that. Um, this is a person who has a YouTube channel and, and does things on YouTube. So, of course, their audience prefers video. And, of course, me as a podcaster, wouldn't you think that the people who follow me know me as a podcaster? So, they're going to say that they want it via podcast? Eight-year-olds, dude. But the reason I mention this is you have to analyze the audience 
as much as you have to analyze or think about the question. The answers are going to be based on that pool, the audience that's giving you the answer to your question, right? So let me put that another way. If you ask a question of a certain audience, you're going to get a very different answer than if you ask the same question of a very different audience. Regardless of the number of respondents, it's the kind of people that you're surveying. So let's reflect back on some of these political polls that we saw, these questions that we asked. Each side, Democrat and Republican, thought that their candidate would win by a landslide. And neither really won by a landslide, would you say? But they both said that. All of the polls indicated that Biden would come out way, way, way ahead. The polls were wrong. And I know the people who were very much Biden supporters who said, and I'm not being political, I'm talking about data, and that's very different. I'm not sharing political opinions. Uh, but the sentiment that I heard from many, many people who were in uh, the Democratic, uh, Democrat camp said, I couldn't believe it was so close. I couldn't believe it was so close because the polls were wrong. That's why they couldn't believe it, because the polls were wrong. And the polls are always wrong because the people who you're asking don't really represent both sides in that case. Who are you asking? Corey was asking people who are fans of his, uh, of his YouTube. And I'm asking people who are fans of podcasting. So my answer, oh, well, of course, I would rather get it over as a podcast. Their answer, video. Interesting, right? Brian says, uh, oh, hold on. Whoa. We got some, got some comments here. Nizar, Nizar Khalif, Khalife? That's your name, dude. You got it. Iron Man versus Batman is a better comparison. Black Panther can't really go off the reservation if he's accountable to his country's government. Going off the reservation is Batman's whole thing. I agree, and that's why I said Iron Man first. Uh, Tony says, listen to you daily. Didn't realize you had so many tattoos. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian says, I prefer YouTube. I can listen to YouTube with the app running in the background on my phone. So essentially the same as a podcast. I, I agree with that. I'm still posting this, though, as a podcast. I, I take the audio and I have a little automator script. And in the automator script, I take the, uh, the MP4 file that I've recorded here, the video, and I drag it over onto the automator. It strips out the MP3, it strips out the audio, converts it to an MP3, strips any of the uh, opening and closing audio from it. And then, voila, I have a podcast episode. And I upload that to Fireside. And then the six, seven people who subscribe to the podcast get it. That's at uh, danbenjamin. Dot, is it danbenjamin.live? Yeah, that's what it is. You can go there and subscribe and just listen to the audio, I guess. I guess. But I don't know why you'd want to do that. I don't stop nothing, you idiot. Look at how long oil. Thirty. We made it. We made it to 30 minutes with almost no news. What are you going to do? So listen, if you want my help, I would love to help you. You can DM me on Twitter. That's the way to do it. And uh, I'll help you out there. You can also email me if you'd rather email me. I'm Dan at 5x5.tv. And I will be back tomorrow. And I'm probably doing a show even on New Year's Day. I, I wanted to do one really badly uh, uh, last week. I really did, uh, especially on Friday. And then I was going to do one over the weekend. 
I couldn't get my family to be quiet. I couldn't make them stop making noise. They were too noisy and there was nowhere to do it. And then it was cold outside, so I couldn't do it outside. Uh, so I was like, guys, you got to be quiet. And they wouldn't be quiet. Don't so do that. It hurts. I, uh, I was not able to do it. But I'm trying to be consistent. I'm trying to find an early time when I can do it. It's looking like every day at 10 Central, 11 Eastern, uh, uh, that's kind of been working. So I'm going to keep trying for that. But uh, it's enjoyable for me to do this. I'm glad you all could tune in today. And I will be back tomorrow. And in the meantime, I'll see you on Twitter.